We're in a battle for America's soul. Liberty is at risk. It's time to speak up. Welcome to Brooke Talks America with author, publisher, conservative advisor, and patriot, Brooke Says. For years, Brooke's been behind the scenes, helping conservative leaders articulate a vision for a better America. Now, she's front and center, and the mic is hot. Here is your host, Brooke Says. Hello, hello. Welcome to Brooke Talks America, where we discuss politics and culture from an unapologetically conservative perspective each and every time. As I always say, you will never find squishy, soft-handed, weak-kneed, feckless Republicans here, only conservatives with backbones and spines, and also who support Trump. I'm your host, Brooke Says, conservative patriot, still a proud, deplorable, don't jump ship, Thomases, stay the course, and columnist, which you can read at brooktalksamerica.com, Brooke with an E. Connect on the interwebs until we get kicked off. I'm still on uh, Facebook and Twitter. I'm on Parler. Uh, connect by email. If you'd like to sponsor the show and um, become a partner, let me know. Also, we have a donate button on the site, and there is new merchandise on there. And just, you know, a note, if you if you want conservative voices out there, we need your support. I personally need your support to get this message out there. If you like the show, if you'd like to consider donating, sponsoring the show, advertising, and also always support advertisers of conservative talk radio. That is how they, that is how everything stays in business and we can get this message out there. You can listen to archive podcasts. Oh, and I'm here with my co-host, Colonel Jim Warshuk, former deputy director for intelligence at U.S. Central Command, served on the White House National Security Council and currently serves as the Hillsborough County, Florida GOP chairman. And from hot topics to history, you can be sure if it's happening in America, I will be talking about it. I'm a little, uh, you know, enthusiastic because there is so much going on. You can listen to archived podcasts of the show on my website. And also I'm on Captain's America Third Watch every Tuesday morning at 530 a.m. Colonel Jim is also on Wednesday mornings at 5 a.m., both on this station, Salem Media Group, on AM860, The Answer. The podcast is available on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and Podomatic. Um, I do have a new article this week. It is Democrat Cruelty and the Lockdowns. Democrats, liberal Democrats are cruel and vicious people. And if you think that's harsh... Just look around the country and see what they're doing to small businesses and, you know, business owners, to people, children with the lockdowns and all of this, as well as, by the way, they claim to be for the little people and the single moms. They're not because single moms are hurting because they're closing down um, hospitality with restaurants and everything. So they're cruel and vicious people. I really want you to read my article and pass it around and share it as well as sharing links to the show. Again, we are at a crucial point with information and we need to get this out there. So I have as my guest, I'm excited to announce Antonio Sabato Jr. He is an Italian American former model, um, actor and politician. You probably have seen him on Uh, General Hospital, where I saw him as well. I used to fight my brother for the show uh, to be able to have the color TV at three o'clock. He's bigger than me, so he always won if he was in the house, but I watched General Hospital and know about him from there. He's an underwear model for Calvin Klein and played Jagger Cates on 
General Hospital. And he also ran in California as a Republican candidate for Congress against the incumbent Democrat. He probably won and they probably stole that as well. Yeah, I said it. I always do. And um, currently he has uh, he spoke at the RNC. You probably had, you know, seen him there. And he has been blacklisted uh, since then because you cannot be an out Republican in Congress, as you know. So we're going to talk with him about all that and more. And I'd like to welcome Antonio to the show. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. And God bless America. How's everybody doing? Great, great, great. And so for currently, you can hear, you can find um, Antonio on Twitter and Facebook until, again, we all get kicked off, which is probably going to happen. And Parler. I just followed you this morning on Parler. So I want to definitely get to everything. Um, obviously, we are in a uh, you know, a big problem with censorship. I, but I want to talk with you about your um, your new venture, as I mentioned, which is a conservative movie studio and how we can get you there. So as I mentioned to the op- in the open, you ran for Congress as a Republican, spoke at the GOP convention, promptly got canceled. You can't be a, and you're an apostate if you're anything other than a liberal in Hollyweird, which is what I call it. So I want to ask you, um, were you always a conservative? And if not, how did you become one? Because I know you're a Christian, too. Yeah, no, no, I was never, I was never into politics. Uh, I would say when I was in my twenties, I would probably consider myself a Democrat, like all these uh, actors in Hollywood that believe uh, the fake news and they believe um, just lies from from day in and day out, um, constantly lying to the American people, trying to change the future of our country. So now that I know the truth, the real truth, um, actually, I'm, I don't consider myself a Republican either. And I'm independent, and I'm going to be independent for the next uh, election. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I've seen enough. I've seen enough of my government and what they've done, uh, which is actually, if you're not really, uh, listen, if you see the whole picture now, you're in a better place and not seeing anything at all. So I'm glad that this is happening for the entire world and especially the American people, to see what really goes on and how they ma- manipulate uh, the globalists and manipulating the world uh, and manipulating the American people. And, uh, you know, within China and Biden and Hillary Clinton and the Obamas and everybody included, and also people from the Republican Party, we've seen who, who they are, and the uh, Supreme Court and whatnot. And the list goes on. And um, the American people always last. And uh, right now, I think we're dealing with probably a crisis that uh, a young generation has never seen before. I lived through socialism as a young boy. My family saw it, communism, saw it, lived through it. My family members died because of it. Uh, some of them were able to survive, but then died afterwards when uh, when it got even worse with communism after after World War II. So there's a story that I can go on and on, and most people really have heard this, but uh, we live in times that... Uh, are crucial, are dangerous, um, are tough. And but I want everyone to know, the American people, uh, patriots, that everything's going to be all right. And uh, a fight worth fighting for is worth fighting for. And our flag and our country is worth fighting for. So I'm glad we've seen the darkness, the evil that goes on in, in, in these big companies and government and politicians and you name it. And now we know who they are. And now we can pinpoint and decide what our future is. And uh, that's exciting. So, but the fight is tough and, um, and it's not going to stop anytime soon, but we're going to win and Americans going to survive uh, like we always have. Well, I love that optimistic, you know, uh, opinion about that. I'm, I have to say, I'm a little worried, my, a little more worried than you, I think myself, just because 
I know how crushing they are, but um, what has happened to you since you spoke at the convention? Because you mentioned that you were blacklisted as soon as you did that. Uh, were you? Yeah. When did you These become? These are true stories. Yeah. These are true stories. You know, when when you say blacklisting, I mean that an, an entire environment of a business that yeah. I was that I'm still part of that I've been part of for over almost forty years, pretty much. I um. Because I started as a young boy. My father was an actor and um, for many, many years. So I grew up on a movie set in Italy, and, and, I, and I took it to having a career in America and all over the world. So, and I did it my way, and, uh, and America gave me that, uh, that opportunity. So, listen, I, like I said, uh, you, you can't stand still and wait for things to happen. We have to go and do it. Um, and the left is going to see the wrath of the Socialist Party. Uh, and they can they can support it all they want now because they want or they think they want or yeah. whatever it is. But socialism will attack. It's, it's actually worse than the virus could ever be. Um, until they see it with their own eyes, they're going to keep laughing and laughing. This this new liberal left that is this agenda that really is the opposite of what America stands for. Um, you know, they always say you know we're Trump supporters. We're not Trump supporters. We're America supporters. Correct. I'm for myself. Yes. I, I support my president. But I never really liked that Trump supporting thing because they always—it's always negative. It's always to the negative side. I support my president, who happens to be Donald Trump, who I believe was the greatest president in our lifetime for many reasons, um, and I believe he will be reelected again. And um, why? Because the crimes that have been committed, the things that have they, they have done to the American people, and the criminals in government like Biden and so forth, Obama. Uh, will come to justice. And Obama, and the list goes on. Everybody knows who they are, and uh, and the globalists, and the George Soros, and the Pelosi's. Um, all these people have done really uh, evil things in their life, and all the things that people don't know about, and they will come out. Um, God, God doesn't stop and says, you know what, you guys can go on and live this way. Um, he knows the devil is working, but so is God. So I, I, I'm, I'm optimistic. You got to be optimistic. I mean, look, they're shutting us down from every social media. They're telling us to be quiet. They're blacklisting people. That's not right. I don't like bullies. I hate bullies. I'm going to stand up to them. I don't care if I'm by myself. I don't care if we're 70 or 80 strong. It doesn't. We're going to go and we're going to fight. But it's better to be with 80 million strong than by, by yourself. So I, I, I say to everyone, get out there. You, see, you know, and you know what you got to do, and um, you got to keep praying, you got to keep fighting, you got to stand up for your country, and you can't let these people run our government into uh, the ground. If this country becomes a socialist country, the world as we know it is over forever. Yeah, and and th- they don't show this on um, on American press particularly on the left, but I don't think too much of the right even shows it. But other countries, I mean, they have massive marches in Japan. And uh, I've talked to people from other countries. Like I had um, a friend of mine that's from Trinidad. He says they're just praying. Mm -hmm. They know, like the people that come from socialist countries, Venezuela, obviously, but, and I'm from Miami, so Cuba, right? They all know Mm -hmm. what's coming. And they they know that it's always sold as a beautiful thing. But when it, in reality, it's not. And the the reality is that, you know, uh, I'm going to get into it in a little, a bit with this uh, comrade Cortez, but like she's she doesn't want to be poor, but she's like tax the rich, tax the rich, and you know we can talk about that idea whether people need to pay more taxes, yeah, but they don't want the what they're going to have. Listen, even if you tax the rich hundred percent of their money, you still wouldn't pay twenty-seven trillion dollars in debt. Listen, socialism is a disease; it, it makes you think otherwise. And if you're naive, 
if you're an idiot, if you really don't know about life, you never really read a book in your life like all these, uh, most of these, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, you're talking about everybody was complaining yeah. about everything. Whoever is pointing the finger at a president and pointing the finger at the last four years, if you want the opposite of what's been going on, you want socialism and you support that, there's going to He's going to keep coming, knocking at your door to a point where it's going, to, it's going to take everything away from you. And until they know that, I guess they're just going to play with fire. But we have patriots. We have the Constitution. We have laws in our country that these politicians have been breaking and breaking and trying to get, uh, trying to squash our Constitution pretty much. And that's a disgrace. Yeah. And I know something big is coming. Uh, it's going to come soon. And uh, the revelations are, are coming. And uh, I can't wait. Well, I certainly hope you're right. Uh, we, you're listening to Brook Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, here with Antonio Sabato Jr. So happy to have him on Salem Media Group, AM 860, The Answer. And we will be right back after the break. More Brooke Talks America coming up. Visit on Facebook. Search Brooke Talks. And now, your host, Brooke Says. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, here with Antonio Sabato Jr. So, this is, I have been uh, reaching out to you for a while, so I'm so glad that we were able to connect. The reason, when I first heard about what you were doing, I said, I've got to talk to him. You're, uh, I've been talking nonstop. You know, the show is about politics and culture and the cult, the conservatives have abdicated the culture. So we're that we let the, the left take over everything. And I have been saying for a while, you know, we need an entire and sh- this should be obvious to everybody listening to the show and everywhere. We need an entire conservative marketplace. And that's going to be everything from arts, entertainment. We love art and entertainment. Hello to technology, to banking. They will come for the banking to commercial products so that we aren't dependent on these liberal companies like Facebook, Twitter, or the sales sites. They just just took all of them, just deplatformed the president of the United States, which is just unbelievable. The anti-fascists are actually the fascists. And as you mentioned before, they're just proving what we've been saying along. So you have a new venture that you started a conservative movie, movie studio because you were blacklisted that keeps conservatives from being out and open. How's it going? Mm-hmm. It's going really, really well. I mean, it's, it's blowing up on our website at uh, conflictstudios.com. We have a huge amount of thousands of people who are leaving us that email because we're creating uh, a force itself of, of people who not only want to be backing our studio, but they also want to be part of it as writers, costume designers, producers, editors, you name it, all across the board, who are leaving Hollywood to come and work for us. So we're building a base, a really good structure uh, of, of this new studio venture. And, and we're starting from scratch. You know, we're, we're going to be programming everything from pre-production on television shows, reality shows, movies, military films, government films, uh, Christian-based films, family movies, R-rated um, conservative films, and so forth. We are building this website. We're building a studio. We have a lot of projects. We have Trailblazers, which is a film that I'm producing and directing and starring with an incredible cast of people. Um, and everything is being built up. So the last eight months we've been working on this. 
Um, we have other projects, other producers, other companies that are coming on board and working with us. We're trying to raise as much capital as we can so we can make all these shows and help our military. You know, the retire, retired military people are really incredible because they have yeah. the best stories. And they want to make some incredible true stories, but obviously a military personnel has to be retired. So now that they found a new venture, this new place, this new castle of uh, integrity and honor and protection called Conflict Studios, uh, you can go there and just leave us your email at conflictstudios.com, conflictstudios.com, and um, leave us your email because we're, we're building everything. We're going to be doing everything in-house. We're going to have our own streaming. We're going to have our own distribution. We're going to have everything because Hollywood is shutting us down mm-hmm. and is going to close the doors on everybody who believes in freedom and integrity for our country So and our flag and so much more. So. We're excited, and uh, we're, we're full of a lot of amazing people that are coming on board. And more are coming every day. Now, especially this whole week, we got bombarded. Really? Uh, yeah, by just an astronomical amount of, uh, of people. And, and, you know, my partner, Nick, you know, Nick and, and Kaya Jones, these guys yep. have been next to me. Uh, and all the actors that have signed up to be on Trailblazers, everybody in Hollywood that have been sending, these, these are just positive amazing group of people who are just telling me how they feel and they're all coming on board and um we're excited this year is going to be an incredible year for us at conflict studios and we're going to stand our ground and we're going to give a lot of jobs a lot of opportunities to a lot of people who have been blacklisted who did not have a voice like i had a voice or the opportunity to talk about it so we're we're doing everything from a to z this is how it used to be done in the 40s and the 50s in hollywood and um, we're restructuring a, a new way to programming things that we believe in and we love. Well, and that's so great because, like I said, I've been talking about this. They will come for everything. I mean, they'll they'll they have people in every sphere and they'll come for everything. So if you have a conservative marketplace and I mean, I say banking, people don't understand. They will come for banking. They'll come for your phones. They'll come for everything. If we make it ourselves. I don't know why we don't have a conservative Twitter. We don't have a conservative Facebook. They got to get on it and start making good stuff because I'm on parlor, but I don't think it's very good. But, you know, this is this should be a wake up call. And if there are conservative billionaires out there, you need to invest in the future of America because they'll be coming for you next. Now, I want to ask you, I don't want you I don't want you to give me any names, but have you had major celebrities like in Hollywood that have come to you? Like Candace Owens says, I have people calling me. They will never come out public, but in private, who who people would be surprised that are conservatives like you? Well, we have a lot of people. I mean, most 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 of my cast of twenty nine people that I that I casted and, and wrote specific roles for in Trailblazers are all people that have been blacklisted in one way or another. Yeah, so we've been put down one way or another, and constantly being put down one way or another. So those days are over. We're we're structuring this to, for protection for a way of life to still do what you love to do and not being told what to do. Yeah. You know, conservative, a conservative studio like this one, conflict studios, it's about being free. I'm not going to, I'm not going to hire just, you know, right now, especially because there's only, there's only two parties, really. There's the patriotic party. There's a party that's going to have to be created for the people. And then there's a socialist party, which is a combination exactly. of the Democrats and Republicans put together. So right now we're dealing with, with something that has never, I don't think this country's ever seen to this level. And um, so I ask everyone, and I, I, you're telling these big celebrities that are coming to us, they're all scared. 
Yeah. And they should yeah. be. They're very afraid. Yeah. They, you know, some of them live in Hollywood. Everything could be taken away from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, people that are on TV shows that I know of that will never speak. So we need to create something. We need to create something that is strong, that is working, and that's what we're building right now. Um, everything has been in pre-production, building the foundation of what God wants us to do. Uh, so then all these people from the John Boyd, everybody that you know, the Tom Selleck, and all these people that maybe wouldn't come to us because they're afraid, we'll give them some a protection so they can come and make their films. Yeah. And they can make their TV shows, and we can do co-productions with them and all that stuff. So. And people who are up and coming can do it. See, the up and coming, the the, the yeah. people who are already wealthy and successful and and well established, you guys can already be out because you're you're out. The people that are up and coming, the little hairstylists, should be able to be as free as the person who's already worth. But they're not. Exactly. But they're not. That's why it's so great what you're not. doing. And and the crazy thing about this, the crazy thing about this is that I'm hearing a lot of powerful, like you said, you mentioned about billionaires and millionaires who would like to invest in this. I'm telling everyone right now, whoever's listening, who has a lot of money, yeah. who's a patriot, you want to invest in something, you want to give back to your country, you want entertainment to still get inside people's heads, the right people, right? People that love this country, that love freedom, you know, that, that, that love to sit at, the, at a dinner table and watch something that is positive and glorifying and, um, and just pure. You know, with, good, with a good message, you know, with something that it will give more to yourself. That's what we're creating. I'm telling these guys to step up. Yeah. Because the next time I hear somebody that has a lot of power, that they're afraid to step up because they're going to... Listen, you're going to be stepped on one yes. way or another. Bullies are coming to you no matter what. We're creating this to have a force, a protection, and, and a way of life that they won't be able to touch or control. This is for the people. It was never for me. It was never for us. It's for everyone because we have no way out. And um, so I tell everyone, you know, if you want to be tough and you've been fighting for our freedom for a long time and now you feel like everything's going to go away, no, no, no. Everything's got to stay. We've got to stand strong. We've got to keep going. And uh, we're never going to give up. So go to conflictstudios.com. Leave us your email. Get involved. Uh, we're going to have also a program that's going to, benefit a lot of people in the industry like you talk about the youth there's a lot of people a lot of families that are scared for their youth yeah they're scared for the youth to get inside the entertainment world where do i send them how do i trust these people and we're going to have every we're going to have managers agencies inside our conflict studio we're going to get programs to you know we're, we're building we have uh, several projects and one of them we're going to do a mega you know nationwide casting call for the two leads it's a romantic, Christian-based, loving film. Uh, we're doing things like that, out of the box, and helping people, getting, getting, getting these families to, to smile again, to know that their children could go inside And wholesome Hollywood. entertainment. Yes. Yeah. Everything, everything above that we always felt, you know, back in the day, that was pure and active for the family and just with a, with a great message. That's what we're doing. Well, that is so exciting. So it's conflict, singular or plural? Conflicts? Conflicts. Conflicts yeah, conflict. Studios. Okay, so make sure yeah. that you, uh, I'll put it up on the, the Facebook and, yeah, uh, and Twitter and send it out, of course, until I get kicked off. But uh, definitely keep in touch with that and let me know so that we can let the audience know. And I just, you know, I'm sure you're following it, but uh, I saw this morning that there actually is a potential, which would be so amazing, I love Salvini, that of ex- Italy's exit from the EU. So wouldn't that be mm-hmm. great? <laughs> 
Yeah, well, that's going to be a tough, a tough call. Because I know. Italy is, is, is a socialist country and has been that way for a very long time. And we can get into why they became the really the, the sickest country as far as the COVID is concerned. And just, you know, my family's there. My family's yeah, in know. Rome right now. My family's in Verona right now. My family's in Sicilia right now. So I, I talk to them every day. I know what's going in and out of that country and what really is going on. And um, so sad. It, it's scary and dangerous yeah. and very, very dangerous. But like I said, we, we're, we, you know, we're we're building an arc, yeah. arc for the entertainment. That's that's what I call it. I call it the arc, and um, it, you can go to conflicts in the c o n f l i x studios dot okay, com. All right, great. Well, listen, thank you so much, Antonio, for coming on. I wish you all the best. Make sure you contact thank him you. on on right now, of course, Twitter. Until parlor conflictstudios dot com conflictstudios dot com yeah. and. Very excited for what you're going to be doing. Thank you again for coming on the show, and you have a blessed day. Thank you so much. God bless. You too. Take care. And you're listening to Brook Talks. We will be right back. More Brook Talks America coming up. Most Americans would agree the year 2020 was a very difficult one. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, we Americans experienced the least deadly but most politically motivated pandemic of our lives. Never before has there been a scandemic where over 90% of those testing positive recovered with minimal suffering. But yet, many state and local government officials used as a leftist-motivated weapon to shut down small businesses in order to inflict irreparable harm to the vast middle class because of a demented deep state mission to control and depopulate those elites they have deemed as undesirable. Just as insulting as the brutish efforts of California Governor Newsom's bigoted war against churches and synagogues, such actions by leftist Democrats and rhinos have made an easy-to-overcome annoyance into a politically motivated difficulty that could have been having devastating consequences. We the people must rise to the occasion and overrule that madness via providential guidance. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out the Ron Edwards American Experience on Mojo 5.0. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America with Brooke Says. Connect by Twitter at Talks America. Here's Brooke Says. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says. Awesome having Antonio here. So, obviously, what is happening in the country? There's only one thing that people are talking about other than whatever's going on with the pandemic, as you know, I always call it. So, you had Wednesday, okay? Wednesday. The the uh, incident at the Capitol. Awful what happened, obviously, with the um, horrible direct fire shooting of the Air Force pilot or the Air Force um, veteran um, and the other stuff that went on. I, my opinion, of course, is that there... There were, in fact, Trump supporters inside, but it was a setup. You can see tons of videos. The cops let them inside. It was a pretext to do a couple things. One is to stop 
the attention on the actual voter fraud that happened in the 2020 election and to give Republicans cover not to be able to certify or decertify and all the other things. And the it was in concert with the Republican Party. There's a video out there, unfortunately, of Mitch McConnell that's very shady. I want to little have a little bit of travel in the Wayback Machine because now there's all the outrage about, oh, they stormed the Capitol, they stormed the Capitol. Most of it was not storming the Capitol. It was just actually a walk to the Capitol. They didn't talk about that with uh, MLK, by the way. They did the same thing. So I want to just go back and show you what CNN and MSNBC, when they defended the riots, you know, the looting, the burning, the riots that happened last summer, this is what they said about it. I want to be clear in how I characterize this. This is mostly a protest. Uh, it uh, It is not, generally speaking, unruly. That ain't a riot, what we're seeing right now in Minneapolis. They are strictly principled anti-fascists, and they've taken a principled stand to stand against white supremacists and white nationalists wherever they may show up. I argue to you tonight, all punches are not equal morally. It says it right in the name, Antifa, anti-fascism, which is what they were there um, fighting. Listen, there's... You know, no organization is perfect. There was some violence. Any reasonable person would say we shouldn't be destroying other people's property. But these are not reasonable times. But thank goodness for the looters, man. And please show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. I don't care that much about statues. Shouldn't that be done by a commission or the city council, not a mob in the middle of the night throwing it into the harbor? People will do what they do. You're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations that have been burning in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Do not get it twisted and think that, oh, this is some something that has not never happened before. And then this is so terrible. And where are we and these savages and all of that? This is how this country was started. People get mad and people get sick of it. People are risking covid to explain to this country that we're fed up. Most of the major movements in American history have started at the grassroots level and at some point have turned into direct conflict with American government. So remember your history before you judge your present. Thuggishness is thuggishness wherever it comes from politically and and we should be the first to call it out. I disagree. (laughs) Yeah, see, isn't that interesting? That, of course, was Brett Stevens. Um... Here's another one of the future, soon to be, unless some miracle happens, Vice President of the United States, Kamala Harris. They're not no. going to stop. They're not going to stop. And that's, they're not, this is a movement. Everyone beware. They're not going to let up, and they should not. And we should not. There needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Do you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store? At a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd, and you push back on them, and you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country, and maybe there will be. So I agree with you, Nancy, except that I wouldn't mind if it was our side, but it doesn't work that way, does it? No, because we're not allowed to be heard We're not allowed to express ourselves or we're domestic terrorists. You can go loot, burn, maraud and go out and destroy people's lives under the cover of racial justice. Obviously, always they never talk about the people that are minorities that are harmed by the action because it benefits Democrats. So it's absolutely astonishing. So I have to say, I, you know, I don't really care. Okay, I don't really care. Them's the rules. Remember when I had Kurt Schlichter on? If them's the rules, them's the rules. 
I'm not playing by a different standard, and we're not going to play by a different standard. The rules are the rules. The battlefield is the battlefield. So if you accept that as the battlefield, then don't complain when our side decides to get on the field with you and not go away in a separate location. Okay? So I don't really have much much uh, sympathy for that. But I want to read something from that uh, bubblehead up in New York who somehow or another convinces people to vote for them. She says, the whole point of protesting is to make people, they don't want her to show this tweet anymore. The whole point of protest that protesting is to make people uncomfortable. Activists take that discomfort with the status quo and advocate for concrete policy changes. Popular support often starts small and grows. To folks who complain protest demands make others uncomfortable, that's the point. So guess what, people? So sorry you're uncomfortable. Sorry, not sorry, not sorry at all. I want to have this quote, uh, this exchange. It was a great exchange with Tucker Carlson, who is awesome. I know I use a lot of his quotes for my show. That's because he's great. I don't listen to him on the show. I listen to it afterwards because I'm not giving Fox the ratings, but he is really good. Anyway, so this is with him with Matt Walsh. Civil rights revolutionary Martin Luther King Jr. once said, but in the final analysis, a riot is the language of the unheard. And what is it that America has failed to hear? Over 50 years later, what is America still not hearing? Martin Luther King said riots are the the language of the unheard. Martin Luther King said it best, a riot is the language of the unheard. They're not interested in talking about when Dr. King said that a riot is the language of the unheard. And the implication there is if we listen better to communities, and actually treat folks the way that they deserve, that we wouldn't be in these situations in the first place. But the point today is that all of a sudden, this is not the language of the unheard. These are people who are unheard for a good reason. They should just shut up and go to prison or be shot to death. What to make of all of this? Truly. Matt Walsh has thought a lot about this question. He's the host of The Matt Walsh Show. We're always happy to have him on the show. Matt, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Sorry, lost control there for a second. But I... Put a finer point on this that I'm capable of doing. What are we looking at? Well, I think th- this is why I have no patience for the whataboutism charge, because when you, when you bring up this point about how the media, the Democrats, have been explicitly encouraging, promoting, romanticizing violent protests, political violence riots, it's always, well, that's whataboutism. So what they're basically telling us is we have to take this event that happened yesterday, look at it, pretend that it happened in a void, and that it is mysteriously disconnected from everything that happened before it. And that's just, of course, completely ridiculous. It, it happened in the context, in an environment, where uh, we're being told that it's okay now to do this, all those clips you just played. So, so the people that, that did this riot, they heard the same thing. They, they, they heard this from the media. And so I think a lot of them said, well, okay, if this is okay now, if this is an effective way to get our point across, and oh, by the way, if it works to do this, if we'll get right. what we want by doing this, then why shouldn't we do it? And, and, and all the, you know, the arguments from the left that, well, that was totally different because, in, you know, in this case, they're attacking a government building, whereas before they were just burning down private businesses. No. First of all, that's not true because they were taking over police stations and burning them to the ground. Second of all, is it really better to burn down, you know, your neighborhood convenience store? Is that really better than swarming Capitol Hill? If you want to make all, all the bad things a lot worse, then a riot is a great way to do it. But, but only if you're on the right, because the left owns the system. So it just, it doesn't work. We don't, we don't have the same rules because we don't own the system the way the left does. That's the best point. You know, not a best because it's not good, but that's the most important point of the situation. And that's one of the things that I talk about on the show a lot, right? And I also talking with Antonia is that they own all of the, the, 
the uh, methods of information dissemination except a small few. So they have the narrative nonstop, nonstop. And now it's really with the help of big tech, they can just hammer that. The Charlottesville lie. Creepy Sleepy Joe got out of his nap out of the uh, pudding room and is now talking about that again. I mean, it's a lie. How many times? It's Goebbels. You know, he has a nerve to call Goebbels to say we're uh, Holly and Cruz are like Goebbels. They are Goebbels. And this is totally, it's a Reichstag fire. That's what people are saying, right? They are Goebbels. They tell the lie over and over and over again. And, and people believe it. With all of this, I mean, there's so much that I could play. You know, I just have to say, if loving the... Um, the video of Mitt Romney and Lindsey Graham getting heckled is wrong. I don't want to be right. Okay, go watch it for yourself. They're pretty delicious. They had Mitt crawling around, crawling away like a little girl because uh, the people were heckling him. So I love it. But uh, you, I'll leave that to you to go play it. But I really want you to hear this just astonishing clip of uh, Anderson Cooper. People should be shamed for what they have done today. We should look at their faces, and if I was standing on that street, look at them. They're high-fiving each other for this deplorable display of, of, of completely unpatriotic, completely against law and order, completely unconstitutional behavior. It's stunning, and they're going to go back, you know, to the Olive Garden and to their the Holiday Inn that they're staying at and the Garden Marriott, and... They're going to have some drinks and they're going to talk about the great day that they had in Washington and they really did something and stand up for something. Do you hear that condescension? I mean, if you've ever watched the movie The Hunger Games, that's how they look at you. And here's the reality, okay, because the the narrative is always it's about race. So in this case, it's mostly it wasn't all because they had lots of uh, minorities, they had lots of black people, Asian people, all different kind of people there. But it was mostly they're painting the narrative. It's all white Trump supporters, right? They, this is the same, so they're going to say this about us because they feel totally entitled. This is the same way they actually feel about black riders after a police shooting. They just can't say it, right? But what they do is they always portray in the most awful light and then claim to be the ones who sympathize with them and support them. So that, see how it works? It's absolutely astonishing. I don't know why Olive Garden has, hasn't come out and forced them to apologize. But this is a perfect example of how the elites see you. They see you as dumb rubes. They've even said it. And they hate you. So pay attention. They hate you. Stop funding their stuff. Go to Antonio's site, conflictstudios.com. Support them. Support all conservative media. Support any kind of product, service uh, made in America. We're still buying stuff from China. We haven't boycotted them. We, we are the power, okay? Just a reminder, there are 535 elected officials in Congress. That's it. And there are about seven oligarchs. That's it. And the rest of us are the people. They work for us. We pay their salaries. We pay for all this madness. We need to take the power back. Do it. This show is sponsored by 656 Electric. No job's too big. No job is too small. You get a special deal if you listen to the show with code BTA20. It's $20 off rate for listeners, 863-969-7790 in Tampa and all supporting areas. You're listening to Brook Talks America. I will be right back with Colonel Jim. More Brook Talks America coming up. Welcome back. 
back to Brooke Talks America with Brooke Says. Connect by email, info at brooktalksamerica.com. Here's Brooke Says. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host here with Brooke Says here with Colonel Jim. So, Jim, lots to talk about. Congress was supposed to be listening to the uh, information on the fraud, but looks like that wasn't going to happen. And I feel it was a setup. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. By design. As soon as Donald Trump and the Trump campaign announced that they were going to have a rally on the mall on January 6th, the left went into gear and figured out a way to use that as their mechanism to shut down any debate in Congress. And there was supposed to be up to 24 hours of debate from both the House and the Senate members who had uh, come forward. Member Josh who uh, our, our new senator from Missouri um, was going to be, who, who led the charge. All that got pushed aside, and nobody really got the opportunity to speak because everything was set up. Now, I will tell you this. First and foremost, Antifa was invited. They came in busloads. Yep. There's eyewitnesses. I talked to a number of people personally this week who watched them. They parked a few blocks away and marched up just at the right time. And what most people don't realize, the rally that was set up for President Trump was a mile away at the other end of the Washington, D.C. mall from the Capitol. So it wasn't right there. They didn't go there till later on. Uh, and, you know, when you listen to the president's speech, and a number of people have pretty much gone through it, it really wasn't that bad. It didn't say to go incite violence. It didn't. Donald Trump did not tell people to do the things that we heard in the clips earlier uh, that uh, Trump that supporters they support. did. They support. They recommend. They apologize for the left doing 10 times worse than anything they did. Exactly. And, you know, this this was a, you know, this was a a pre-planned, pre-staged effort. Now, um, like I said, there were busloads of Antifa. There were also uh, social media postings that Antifa put out prior Mm -hmm. days, if not weeks prior to say, come to D.C., bring your Trump gear and paraphernalia and blend in like Trump supporters. And that's exactly what they did. Uh, And to engage in violence on the Washington Wall and at the Capitol, that was all pre-planned. Now, here's the worst part of it all. And I and this is this is Jim Warshuk speaking, but speaking to a number of people who are on the ground when this happened, the Capitol Police essentially just let them in, just let them in. There was no high security that you would normally see when Congress is in session. Bowser it, told them to stand down. Exactly. And in fact, the D.C. police were telling Trump supporters, in fact, one close friend of mine who uh, goes to all the rallies in D.C., the D.C. police patted him on the back as he walked by and said, we're with you, we support you. So the D.C. police were not against uh, the the Trump supporters who were there. They were following their orders to stand down. So then this brings us to the situation, as you uh, alluded to earlier and talked a little about, the Air Force veteran who was shot. I, as a former intelligence officer, watched 
six videos from different angles and and looked at dozens of pictures and what came to be seen was she was shot at port, point black point blank range four feet the gun was four feet from mm-hmm. her head through a broken window a door window that was barricaded and on one side there were plain clothes uh security people and on the other side was the air force uh, member the veteran along with dozens of other people including but, a bunch of cops behind her. and that's what i was just going to say directly behind her were various uh security officers dressed in swat gear who were from and if you looked at their uniforms some were dc police some were ice uh so there was a number of security people there they could have easily grabbed her cuffed her if she was doing something wrong and and taking care of it they were actually there they didn't do anything they just let her stand there she just stand there and when you watched her get shot uh you know people freaked out people didn't know what to do they finally found somebody who claimed to be a medic and so you know i looked at that and i said they needed a death because the Mm -hmm. minute that happened then the news media cnn msnbc and all of them said the deadly riots at the Capitol Mm -hmm. at the hands of the Trump supporters. Their narrative was being written by design. This is what they needed. Now, what will happen, you know, and then we saw the D.C., you know, Nancy Pelosi came out and called for the resignation of the chief of police of D.C. police. I'm like, why is she calling for that? She's calling because a Trump supporter was shot. No, this was all by design. Get him out of there. He's not responsible any longer, and he resigned like 12 hours later. I think that was all uh, part of the plan. What w- w- There'll be an investigation. Try to determine whose gun shot. An investigation. An investigation. I don't think they'll come up with anything. It'll be brushed under the table. You never hear about it. And then, now there was a D.C. police officer who died later from uh, being struck on the head, I believe, with a fire extinguisher. And we saw letters and condolences from Nancy Pelosi and the Democratic leadership in Congress. I've yet to see any condolences from Nancy Pelosi for this Air Force veteran. Because, exactly, she yeah. is labeled a terrorist, even though she did nothing. The videos prove it, everything. This is this is what we're seeing. This is the despicable evil on the part of the Democrats who will go to any length to get rid of Donald Trump. And, you know, that's the next with thing. With the help of the Republicans. With it, you know, Now, that's the next thing I want to talk about. We're going to see the reissuance of the impeachment and the use of the 25th Amendment. I want to watch this closely. They're going to push this through faster than you can ever imagine. And I want to watch and see how people like Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, Kevin McCarthy, Ted, Ted Cruz, and the list goes on, who will come on the side because they want to be able to be seen and heard and do their thing in Washington. You know, you watch Lindsey Graham walk, walk through uh, Reagan National Airport this week where he was ridiculed and, and yelled and screamed it's at. delicious. But... You know, Lindsey Graham, who claimed how gr- what the great work he did on behalf of Donald Trump, quickly turned because he wants to be invited to the cocktail parties and dinners and be, you know, rub elbows with the, lem- dem- the Democratic leadership. So, you know, these are the kind of things we're watching. Uh, the story is not over. I, I pray we will hear the rest of the story in the coming weeks. And, you know, 
other things going on, you know, I just want to alert people. There's rumors Donald Trump left after that and went to Texas and he's in hiding in a bunker in Texas. That's that's total BS. As is Q, by the way, please, if you're listening, Q doesn't exist. It's probably reverse PSYOP by the left to not only psych us out, but track us. Exactly. This is, uh, you know, let's look at it this way with, with the two minutes left here. Here's what the left is you doing. They're using the lockdowns from COVID, and they're going to be using them even more so. They're use, And the reason they're doing that is they want to isolate you. They want to get people away from their family and friends and people they deal with. They want to break down the social infrastructure in America. They're using isolation as a form of censorship to keep you at home off, this, off social media because now they're going after conservatives on social media, taking down their sites. My Facebook site was taken down last night. And don't know if I'll ever get that back. And they're using that as a I way to... I got kicked off Twitter, too. Absolutely. <laughs> Why? Because it's control. And they're fearful that conservatives w- will use social media to tell the truth. This is about keeping truth off the air. And so, you know, it's going to be an interesting next 10 to 12 days... And we'll have a lot to talk about on this next week. And really what it's about is it's a couple things. It's squashing Trump, of course, but it's squashing us. There's a meme out there and, and you probably have seen it. It's so good. It's he's they're not after me. They're after you. I'm just in the way. And it's a picture of Trump. It's so good. And that's exactly what it is. I said it before. I'll say it again. They hate us. They hate you. They hate me. The Republicans hate us, too. I'm sorry. It's it's obvious. I say that Trump has happy Gilmore, the Republican Party, and they're not happy with it. Go watch the movie and you'll know what I'm talking about. So unfortunately, we're going to have to revise this party because the people that are that are elected are not serving us very well. Uh, We need to be a freedom party, a patriot party, and fix this. But anyways, I would say pray, 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 um, you know, and just get your network. Get your local network. Get your friends. Get some cash and get prepping. See you next week. God bless. Pray for America. Pray for Trump. You've been listening to Brooke Talks America with author, publisher, conservative advisor, and patriot. Brooke says, connect by email, info at brooktalksamerica.com. By Twitter, at Talks America. And listen next Saturday night for more Brooke Talks America on AM 860, The Answer. I'm